there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Ryan. Hey guys, welcome back to Alluring, our folklore podcast where we tell you the legends of different lore from around the world. We've done it, Ryan. This is our first official episode of the podcast. (laughs) This is our podcast child that we are showing off to the world. (laughs) This is the start of it. Season one, episode one, right? Season one, episode one. Just just episode one. We're doing episodic now. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys get all the lore and now you don't got to wait for it as much. So we are super excited. Good things. We are so happy to be here. The work um, for our lovely Patreons watching. I'm in the process of moving, so I am a mess behind here. <laughs> so ignore anything in the background. <laughs> yeah, same for our video viewers. I uh, I don't have curtains yet in my new house, so I literally have a blanket thumbtacked to my wall <laughs> uh, to keep the light out. Uh, it looks perfect. pretty trashy, but it's effective. So it's it's going great though, but. <laughs> Really, really banking on some uh, blinds for my birthday. We'll see. (laughs) Well, well, on that note, do you want to tell us what you find alluring this week? What's going on in the world of Ryan? Yeah. um, So I read slash listened to the McElroy Brothers book about podcasting to, like, prepare my life for this. (laughs) And... Really, really interesting. Like, not sponsored, but uh, what's it called? Uh, everyone has a podcast, and you should too. Really good. No, everyone has a podcast, but you. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and it's really informative. Like, I, I've been like taking notes, and uh, if any of our listeners also is into podcasting, definitely check. <laughs> this it out. is not a sponsorship, but <laughs> no, not a sponsor. Just a great book. But if they want to be. Hey, we yeah, we won't stop. We make it. cool art and talk about spooky things, and I think you guys would love it because they're hilarious. <laughs> uh, no, that's a good book. Ryan's been messaging me about it. He's like, we should do this, or he's like, 
hey, the book says not to do this thing that we've been doing this whole time. And I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah, I text you like six times a chapter. It's fine. <laughs> it's great. Well, I'll tell you what I found alluring this week. I am in a new place and I love it. And I'm so happy because <laughs> I don't have... We would cut it out of the episodes, but I had one neighbor that had a dog that had like separation anxiety disorder and it would like do this goblin bark like and it was like the worst thing ever. And we would like stop mid-recording and have to let it like bark for 10 minutes. And I'm over it. So no crazy barking dog noise. Just Luma's pitter-patters across the floor. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I am quite excited and things are going great. <laughs> All right. So we ready for this? Oh, let's do it. Hell yeah. So, um... Quick note, we're doing a little Mother's Day special, so our stories are a little shorter, but we wanted to do a little special for you guys, because who doesn't want to do a Mother's Day special, you know? Exactly. Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms, or grandmas, or mother figures. If you, if you deal with a child, bless you. Or if you're a dog mom, bless you. Pet mom, just a mom of any type. Because <laughs> I can't do it, so you're, you're doing great. If you are an expecting mother or one who carries a newborn, then it's best you stay away from heavily damp forest or swamp areas for a while. There is a heinous, a heinous, hmm, hmm. there is an evil female swamp fairy that lurks near swamp areas hiding in bushes covered in thorns, known to come out during foul weather. These fairies are just waiting to snatch up newborns and replace them with their own. So the baby you have may not be the one that you can keep. This week, I'll be talking about Jivo Jonah also known as Mamuna or Boganak. This Salvic Slump fairy is known to inhabit the dampest, wettest places of the forest near the thickest rivers, lakes, and streams all around the world. And this is a lovely picture that will be on our blog for everyone to see. And I'll tell you a little bit about this lovely, lovely photo. So... Physically, this character has been compared to a goblin due to her appearance of an ugly old woman with green body being completely covered in red hair. She is a bigger woman and has been said to be a midget in some lore, but mostly a giant. With a big head and scary eyes and huge heavy breasts that she uses to wash her clothes in rivers and swamps, she is hard to miss. She is also known to cause harm with her breasts, feeling them like a weapon that can kill. <laughs> so, in the picture, if you look, it took me like three days to realize it. She has one breast like over her shoulder. <laughs> Slung over her shoulder. I, 
I didn't realize what that was until you said she uses it as a weapon. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> the dots connected. Well, like, it kind of looks like, you know, in prison when they put the soap in the sock and, like, beat you with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, a, great, that's like. a great description. <laughs> that's exactly what her boobs look like. So she also has long, straight red hair. And wears a red hat upon her head with a spring fern that is pinned to the side. Um, There is also very, very few folklore that suggests she is very well endowed, beautiful woman. But it seems to blend in with Rosalka too much. And I really came across that in my research. So we're sticking with ugly, giant, ogre-like woman with long, saggy breasts. So pretty much everyone should update their dating profile to say that mm-hmm. and you exactly. you'll be set for life. <laughs> All right. So the personality. Uh Mamuna is known as a very malicious and dangerous fairy. She preys on newborns and children that are beautiful, healthy, and a relief to their mothers. So kids that are well behaved, like babies that don't cry all night kind of thing. She goes after the good babies? Yeah, she goes after the good babies. Oh, what the hell? Uh, yeah, so that's where the evil comes in. <laughs> that's like the opposite of every single, like, usually these lures are like a way for people to like scare their children into being good, you know, is like, oh, Mama Moon is going to come for you. But this one's the opposite. It's like, you better not be good. You're going to have some problems. <laughs> well, like, as I get more into it, it's like, it's more to scare, like, a pregnant woman. This is the point of this legend, oh, I feel. Okay, I feel okay. it's less to scare the children because it's like, she'll take your baby if your baby's good and you're not, like, paying attention to it, you know, mm-hmm. which is terrible because let a mom asleep. But yeah. <laughs> so um, to be able to capture these newborns, she has to take her time to elaborate a scheme so she don't rush into shit. Uh, she will watch the mother and child for weeks, deciding when is the best time to separate the mother, which I hate, which is very uncomfortable. And then when the mother leaves, and after all her plotting, she snatches up the newborn and replaces it with one of her own changeling babies. And in more malicious lore, she will plague the mother with a disease and capture the baby while she is sick. So it's it's really terrible. Yeah. Because it's like... The point of the lore, I feel, is just to make moms aware a thousand percent of the time. And every like one I know that has a baby... <laughs> is going through that already you know so Mm -hmm. so it's just even more stressful yeah (laughs) but yeah that's it's just so weird like this is the first one i've heard that's about good children like that's still just messing with me (laughs) (laughs) it's still not sitting right (laughs) yeah because like you're teaching i guess the mom to be a better mom but if the kids hear this story they're gonna be like all right so i'm gonna become a little devil Right. So that I don't get murdered by this lady. Right. Well, she only... That's the thing. Is she only takes babies. She does, She's not taking, like, mm. toddlers or kids that are able to, like, comprehend 
like, if a child's able to hold up its head, she's really not interested, no. <laughs> which is terrible. Yeah. She, she's like, I want it codependent, but I don't want it to cry. Yeah. So, and I'll get more into changelings, but uh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, even though Manu Mamuna are evil fairies, it's important to note that they care for the children they take in. They are known for being very mature and caring of the children and animals of the forest, especially children of men with no mothers. So, Lore even suggests she will take children of parents who don't care for their own, taking them under her wing to love and support them through their lives. So, even though kidnapping is not okay on any level, she does seem to be like a savior to some kids. So... The fact she takes newborns and replaces them with changelings gives her the evil fairy demon title. Okay, so there is a lot of lore suggesting that she's good, and then there's lore that's suggesting she evil. Um, and then here's another picture. This is more what I think she would look like, and I may like it because it's more D&D. Um, one of my favorite folklore like illustrators and like mythologic mythological artist is um lucas statin s-t-a-n-i-e-c um we'll have a link to him in the blog but i freaking love his take on mamu she's like more ogre looking you can't really see her face she has like a hood on it has like all these babies around her <laughs> and i think it's super cool yeah this one's uh much more horrifying than that first one the first one, it was kind of hard to get over the uh, slinged boob. But... <laughs> <laughs> the first one, you want to give her a bra just to support yeah. her a little bit. But this, this one, you run away bad. terrified. It's more like Silent Hilly. It's more like spooky, like classic spooky. He's got the blood on the apron. Uh, it's so cool. Quick note, I do want to note that some lore refers to her as more of a demon or goblin. I personally think she's more on the evil fairy end because of the kidnapping, but she does take the children in and she doesn't eat or murder them or do all these terrible things. Um, I think it is really important to know that the demonic aspects of her come a lot from the influence of Christianity throughout time. So it suggested she was an evil fairy and she was a demon in the lore of legends that she would harm women but with childbirth then plagues them with diseases and do all these awful things so what's really interesting is priests at the time would warn soon-to-be mothers that if their children aren't baptized and that's the christianity seeping in that the mama would come for them so yay scare tactics for religious belief systems because that goes so well every time <laughs> so Okay, so that's that's just like her personality. Again, I think she's more evil because she kidnaps children, but she's not completely evil. So it's she's a very like it's how you take the situation kind of thing, like a gray villain, if that makes sense. All right, now I got a legend for you. So the origins of Mamuna has many connections to the famous Rusulka which I will talk about in a future episode because I love them bitches so much. Um, but for the sake of this story, 
Rasulka are spirits of girls who tied tragically by water or were killed by um, their own children in, chi- in childbirth or if they died during pregnancy or if they had a child out of wedlock. So a lot of death women and children involving. So it's said that Manamos are few Rasulka become over time. So I wrote that weird <laughs> and I apologize because I may have been tipsy when I wrote this. But what it is is a Rasulka, as time goes on, they have a chance to become one of these. If that kind of if that clears up like where the connection is of the two of them. <laughs> so um so da, 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 ma, Mamunas just have the same tragic life as a Rasulka, which is what turns them into the Slavic Slop demon. And again, that's the connection. So only women can become Mamunas. So Ryan, you're safe. You don't gotta worry about Phew. <laughs> if you were worried about it. Yeah, oh. I was stressing a little bit. <laughs> I saw the sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your risk to become one increases if you are a spinster, an orphan, an unmarried mother, or a pregnant woman who died before childbirth. And then some surprising ones was if you're a midwife or an old maiden, which I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> I was like, you're literally helping in both of those scenarios. Yeah, you're usually a good person in those cases. but Right. And then, of course, the worst one is a woman that abandoned a child born out of wedlock. So all of these are ways you can become one or you've been a Rasulka too long. And it's just what happens, I guess. So sadly, these demons are supposed to represent things that are considered bad for a woman and represent an unnatural life or death, which thank God times have changed because a child out of wedlock or death during pregnancy or dying tragically is it any girl's fault ever. So <laughs> fuck divine fate and all that shit. Cause thank, thank the Lord, but it's super cool to learn. So if you want to click the next slide, I'll tell you about changelings. No. <laughs> oh. That's is, something. This is my favorite photo I found. <laughs> so, speaking of unnatural things, <laughs> I want to tell you about changelings. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So, changelings are babies that are born from a fairy and a demon. And the demons would use these babies to replace children they stole. So, but here's the kicker. It's a demon fairy baby, right? So it doesn't grow like a normal human. And sadly, they rarely make it to adulthood. And if they do make it to adulthood, they speak gibberish and mistrust people greatly and become spiteful, antisocial loners. So... They are no bundle of joy. And that's why the Manua changes them is because she wants a child that's easy to take care of for. So she has all these babies and she replaces a happy baby with one of her pain in the ass children. And now she has an easy baby, but that leaves the mom now with an evil child. 
So at first, the changeling looks like the newborn and the mother can't tell it apart. So they look the same. Tomatoes, tomatoes kind of thing. And da, 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 da. so, but as time goes on and as they get older, the appearance and the characteristics start to unfold. Changelings form jagged teeth that they cut themselves with. And combined with an extremely glutinous appetite makes for some poor sore nipples. <laughs> and every woman that has ever breastfed and that has heard that, I am sorry, because you are probably holding your boob right now. <laughs> so, little demon teeth. <laughs> and I can't even imagine. Ugh. And these changelings also refuse to sleep. They are constantly noisy and are terrified of their mothers and are super malicious to them because it's not their original mother. So changelings can be spotted by their uncommon appearance. They will have disproportionate bodies with large or small heads that are disfigured, a hump, thin arms and legs, hairy bodies, and long claws. So the more you go with the lore, the more like demonic they kind of appear. And the more you go with history, sadly, the more they look kind of just like a little different person, you know? So this is this is my precursor of why I'm not getting too into changelings. Because sadly, it seemed that changelings and the connection with Muna was early Slavs' way of understanding disability among children. So at the time, it was easier to explain away that a demon stole the child than to accept disability as part of human life. It's brutal, but unfortunately was common among early cultures, but thankfully times have changed. So I'm not going to get too into that history because I just think it's sad, it, but that's how they dismissed it and it's not okay. So we're just going to talk about little demon babies with little claws and little jagged teeth that look demonic and this creepy photo that has given me nightmares. So, but, but don't worry in case you all were like, hey, I don't want my sweet newborn to be taken and I'm not going to baptize it. That's okay. There are ways to protect your baby. If you're a new mother and you're worried something's going to happen to your baby, fear not. We have got you. So try tying a red ribbon around its hand or putting a red hat or red cap on its head to shield its face from the light of the moon. Keep St. John's worst flowers are a great way to keep the evil fairy at bay. They are completely avoided by them. They don't like these flowers, I guess. I don't know. Some people just don't like different flowers, <laughs> but it works. Um, also, don't wash its nappies after sunset or turn your head away from the child when it sleeps. So That's a long night. Yeah, so no late night baths. <laughs> no. Face the baby, cover its head with a hat that's red of some type. Or you have to face the red. baby all night. Yeah, so you oh, got to be a yeah. like you got to be a right side sleeper, yeah. or you got to yeah. figure that out. <laughs> you roll over at night, you're in trouble. <laughs> what if you roll probably a full what is it 180 or 360? 
you'll be fine. Yeah. Then you're good. Well, it's 360, yeah. <laughs> What's math? Yeah, 180, <laughs> you're in trouble. 360, good to go. I got, I got my degree, I promise. I just know it's one of the two. <laughs> but, um, so that's how to do it. And then if worse comes to worse and the Mamuna manages to take the newborn, you can still rescue the child. Your neighbors may question you a little bit, though. <laughs> so the mother has to take the changeling to a midden, so which is a dunghill, so a pile of shit. And with their new changeling baby, that's obviously not theirs, um, they whoop the changeling with a birch tree and pour over <laughs> it water from an eggshell wall, shouting, take yours back, give mine back. And the Mamuna will feel so sorry for the changeling and give back the newborn and take the changeling back to take care of it. <sighs> Jeez. It's so, kind of brutal. Yeah, see, that's where, that's the whole, like, bad side of changeling. Yeah. It's like, well, this doesn't look normal. It's like, no. Yeah, let's go bring it up to a poop hill and look it. Now, if it has claw, hands, and a demon tail, and it's doing satanic rituals while sleeping, then th this may be the approach, Maybe, you know, yeah. <laughs> but still you're going to have that one neighbor. Cause like, I know that one neighbor, the one that like pokes out the blinds late at night. Mm -hmm. It's like, what, what the, the hell are they doing up there? I'll be like, Gregory, go call child <laughs> services. She's yeah. doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, how evil the spirit depends on the situation and how you look at it. But it is best to steer clear of the J. Jonah, the mother of the swamp. <laughs> and that's my folklore this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a, I really, I really like it. I thought it was really interesting. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think she's that evil. The more, the more I like read it, the more I'm like, it's just really situation dependent. Yeah. I mean, her whole shtick is she's stealing your kid because she doesn't want to deal with her kids. I'd say that's pretty, uh, it's pretty evil. <laughs> right. And like, and you can also look at it like the reason she's trading children, it's because she thinks you're such a good mother. So, I don't, again, I'm leaning more towards evil with her, but let's hear. A quick word from our sponsors, and then you can tell me about your spooky Mother Day folklore, too. Yeah. Hey, Kimmy, you like MILFs? Who doesn't like a MILF? <laughs> I sure do. Um, talking about Mothman. You ever you ever thought you want to see Mothman wearing a nice... Some, what are they called? What's, they're not leggings. Fishnet. <laughs> So close your eyes, everybody. Close your eyes. Picture, picture Mothman. Now picture him in some nice, sexy leggings, and you got yourself our newest MILF shirt. Go check it out in the Alluring shop at alluring.com slash shop, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> um, and let the world know that you too love MILFs. Picture this, you're driving down Nevada's famous extraterrestrial highway when you suddenly see a UFO glide across the sky. 
and then bam, inspiration for a design that is out of this world hits you. So you pull over, pull out your sketchbook, and create a work of art. Now, while admiring your creation, it hits you that you could sell this online. But how, or where do you even start? Well, that's where Printful comes in. Printful is a print-on-demand site with high-quality products, and it's the perfect way to start an online shop. It's super easy to use, and they help you every step of the way. All you have to do is upload your amazing artwork, or even use some of the pre-made designs they have, add it to the products you want, and then add it to your shop. Plus, they provide tons of different high-quality print-on-demand products and ship worldwide. Printful also has ready-made integrations that allow you to connect your Printful to your own store in just a few clicks. They are integrated with the world's top e-commerce platforms, which means you probably already have everything you need to set it up. For the podcast, we use a WordPress site that is hosted through Bluehost, and I was honestly so surprised because it just took a few clicks to install, and then the shop was live on our site in minutes. I wasn't shuffling through code for hours, and Printful provided a step-by-step guide on their website to help get everything set up. So that means you get more time to work on your alien-inspired artwork and less time stressing over setting up for an online shop. So what are you waiting for? Join Printful today by going to printful.com slash a slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Printful banner. Again, that's printful.com slash a slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Printful banner and start your online shop today. Welcome back. Wasn't that a great ad? Such a great ad. Moves me every time. <laughs> so, I uh, I am going to be talking about the Pyramid Lake Water Babies. And Pyramid Lake is a... It's not a very large lake, but it's an incredibly deep lake um, on a Paiute reservation up in, like, northern Nevada-ish. So... Quick, there's two stories to it. I'm going to go with the one that I was told when I was younger. Um, it's pretty dark. So a long time ago, <laughs> the Paiutes would drown uh, malformed or premature babies in the oh lake. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I said, terrible. Okay, cool. Just rip off yeah. the bed. Just keep <laughs> so going. they would do this in order for their tribe to remain strong and survive the summers in Nevada, which are pretty harsh. Um, and then allegedly these, uh, drowned babies became very, uh, mischievous or evil, uh, creatures that live in the lake and you could hear them crying and they drown people, capsize boats. Oh my Uh, God. Yeah. So... They, there's not a lot of descriptions on what they look like. Uh, this is a... Uh, it's so cute. Yeah, like <laughs> every... sad story. Every resource I find online is like the tribe that lives on that reservation. They don't really like to talk about it. Um, so there's very limited information on it. But from what I gather from the videos I watched... Um, they're kind of like mermaid-esque, like they're palish blue, but they are 
in fact, still babies that, and I don't know about awe. They, they, uh, oh, they so, mur they're murdering people. I don't know how to <laughs> feel. I'm yeah. so conflicted. And uh, so the personality is they are a vengeful spirit. Uh, and yeah, like I said, it ranges from just like turning off people's boating equipment all the way to pulling them down to the depths of this incredibly deep lake and uh, drowning them. I don't know how to feel about this because like they're babies. Yeah, they're they are evil babies. babies. Yeah. And that picture, it's such a cute little baby. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so basically in order to avoid them, you just don't go to the water past sunset. <laughs> um, so they don't come on land. They don't, like, they can't come after you. So basically, just avoid the water. You're good to go. <laughs> Is that how your camp advisors made it so you guys wouldn't skinny dip at night? <laughs> Likely, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but that's why they'll try and lure, like, unsuspecting, like, mothers or children to the water by crying so you think oh, oh there's there's a baby out there and then they drag you in damn they'd sucker me in mm -hmm. that'd be the one that would get me <sighs> so a alternate version of this story that's still pretty dark but substantially less dark um is that a Paiute boy fell in love with a mermaid that lived in Pyramid Lake, Aww. and okay. he brought her back to the tribe. A little hazy on how the mermaid got out of the water, but he brought her back to the tribe <laughs> because he wanted to marry her. And... He, there's the only thing I could think of is he made like some type of like mini tub, and mm -hmm. he like rolled it to the tribe. <laughs> They're like, they're, right. like, they're like, what is he doing with the whole fish tank over there? Yeah. <laughs> but um, so once he got the mermaid back to the tribe, all of the tribe elders told him, of course, you can't marry this half fish, half human. So they made him bring her back and put her in the lake. Um, but before she could do that, uh, she took some kids with her. Um, out of revenge and uh, turned turned them into serpent-like creatures um, which do the exact same thing as the water babies just a slightly different way that they got there I, I love that version because she was like I would like to marry you and he was like ah yes let me marry her right and mm -hmm. her thought process was like I want to get some cute babies out of this yeah, right and then they get kids. there and then they're like um no you can't have a child and he was like well I'm not going to go against that right and as like that was happening this is why I want to think it was a tub she was like telling children she's like come here would you like to see a mermaid <laughs> and of course even me at 20 I would be like hell fucking yeah I'd love to see a mermaid yeah. I'd hop right in there exactly <laughs> I like that version. That version's way better. Yeah. So shortly after um, the women went back, the mermaid got put back in the lake, two women with their kids were washing. Uh, this This is how the mermaid stole the babies. Okay. Uh, 
So sh- shortly afterwards, two women with infant were washing in the lake. When the women were not looking, a serpent slithered out of the lake and devoured the infants, <gasps> t- <laughs> taking on their forms. So, but then when the um, mom tried to stop it, uh, she went up to what she thought was her baby who had taken the... So this is also kind of a changeling story now that I think Yeah, I was like, they kind of sound um, like changelings, actually. Yeah, but the... Uh, the serpent that looked like her baby then ate the mother as well and dragged her into the into the lake. No. Um, no. Yeah. So uh, so those original two children that were stolen are what the water babies are in this instance. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so... So I didn't go swimming much on my camping trips. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. It was, in, it was in Nevada. It's hot yeah. as hell there. Why the fuck would they tell you guys that yeah, story? Well, That's luckily, terrible. it's only... Uh, like they said, it's it, they only will get you after dark. So you don't got to worry during the day. But you can have fun during the day. Dang. Young, I, young me was still absolutely terrified. No, um, I would be scared shitless. Younger Kimmy would be like, um, no, I'm not even touching the water, and I love mm-hmm. mermaids. You, yeah. The cab director would be like, I have a story about mermaids for you guys. And I'd be like, oh, and I'd be so excited. <laughs> and then they would be like, I want her to sit in front. And they'd just watch my face move to horror. <laughs> so and this mermaid kidnapped these kids, right? And <laughs> turned them into serpents. And I'm yeah. like, this isn't the little mermaid. And just start crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I... I the, the, like I said, the story I heard was the... The drowned babies, which is really messed up and really dark, but um, that alternate legend with the mermaid, I think that one's a lot cooler. <laughs> I like that one. We're, we're going to say that's the one because it's less depressing. <laughs> oh That'd just be terrible, you know? Like, you're going, you hear a baby crying, so you're like, I'm going to help them, and they pull you to the bottom. And Cave Lake is very deep. Yeah, uh, it not looks Cave Lake, sorry, so Pyramid. ominous. <laughs> Pyramid Lake. No, <laughs> I, I, I agreed with you. I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the one. No, the it picture is, uh, looks so 345 ominous. 345 feet, I believe, Ooh. is what I read online. So it's very deep. And there's a bunch of these, like, underground tunnels that connect them to other lakes in the area. Ooh. So oh, if you get pulled down there. And, <sighs> like... And true story is a lot of bodies are found in Pyramid Lake. Uh, like, people you know, drown there all the time. That was my next question. So, the thing is, like, when a body dies in the ocean, I'm like, it's going to just go back to, like, the ecosystem, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the whole life. But I'm like, if, you will always find a body in a lake. And I just, yeah. I hate whenever I go out to a lake, I'm so excited because I'm like, I got to finally swim. And then I like touch the water. And while I'm enjoying my day, I'm like, there's a body in here. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And Pyramid Lake has a higher than usual number of like people drowning in it, oh, which could be explained by the water babies. Oh my God. I hate that. Oh, I hate it so much. Oh, it's fine. I just don't know how to feel now. I was so excited to record, and we just talked about <laughs> depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <There's> that... 
Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, uh, let me pull up our alignment chart. Well, uh, let's let's give you guys our alignment chart. So we'll post this on um, Insta and Twitter. <laughs> And like all of our social media platforms we have. But um I had the blue one. I put her like a little bit in chaotic evil. But the more I talk about her, the more I think she's like neutral evil, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean I definitely evil because she is kidnapping children. Don't kidnap children. Yeah, don't <laughs> granted she takes good care of them. But it's still kidnapping. It's still kidnapping. <laughs> That's the point. If if you see your neighbor's dog and you're like, I can take better care of that dog, and you steal the dog, you have still stolen the dog, <laughs> even if you've given it a better life. So yeah. So okay. Mine, so that's- I have all the way down chaotic evil, <laughs> but that is from the perspective of the second one where it's. Like demonic serpents that are pulling people. I'm a little torn on where to put it with the original story of drowned babies because, like, they're just seeking revenge for being drowned as babies. I think it would be chaotic neutral, honestly, because it's they're just they're just doing it just to do it. You know, there's no law yeah, or there's they're not doing it for any evil intent. Yeah. They just... They're not they're not doing it for good either. They're just fucking doing it. Uh, uh, okay, cool. Well, um I hated both of those. That was great. <laughs> Super fun. Um <laughs> We're back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Alori. <laughs> Use these stories at your campfires this yep. summer. If you ever if you're ever a camp counselor and you'd like to not have to worry about your campers swimming <laughs> water babies it'll keep them out I guarantee it right kept me out <laughs> and if you if you know someone that doesn't really take care of their children maybe the first one will be a good one for you <laughs> there you go we got something for everyone well thank you guys so much for listening this has been alluring have an alluring day and we'll catch you in the next episode bye and that's all for this episode of alluring thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening if you want more alluring go check out our website alluring.com that's a-l-o-r-e-i-n-g.com you can also find us on youtube instagram twitter facebook and discord If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legends you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.